Ladies and gentlemen, look who it ain't. Harry Hill and the Family Hill. Welcome to my world. Leave your cares behind. Welcome to my world. And this week we're all wearing funny hats. Look at all the funny hats. <laughs> uh, here, here, here. Who, who remembers the topless dresses, eh? Topless dresses, they were popular for about a day in the 60s. Had to be the day my mum got married there, didn't it? <laughs> well, what a show we've got for you tonight. What a show with the help of Father Tony. Hello. Mother Janet. Hello. Brother Alan. Hello. 82-year-old, self-styled skin donor, Nana Hill. <laughs> And of course, the 33-year-old adopted son, Alan Hill. Here. <laughs> tell you what, tell you what, I don't mind the down and outs. No, I don't mind them. But I tell you, they shouldn't put the traps out for them, the tramp traps. You may have seen them in the road, right? What they are, they put them out at night. It's like a cardboard box in the street. Right? <laughs> Shop doorway, I don't know. And I don't know what they use as bait, right? But by the morning, there'll be one in there. <laughs> and the theme this week, Mum? Army and Navy, Harry. Army and Navy. Army and Navy. Army and Navy, nice little theme, that, yes. <laughs> Difference between the two, of course. The Navy live on a boat and the Army live in sheds, don't they? A sort of series of sheds. <laughs> the main difference. <laughs> and, of, and, of course, the main food of the Hawaiians is ham and pineapple. That's the main food of the... <laughs> Pony! The maniac pony there. Here, here, bought an excellent record this week. Pavarotti sings the adverts. Here's a bit now. Lovely record there. Here, Alan, how are the Rumpelstiltskinograms going? Tiny little adopted Alan, who of course is only able to communicate with his own distinctive tap. That's one tap for yes. Two taps for no. And the noise from Clunk of Dastardly and Muttley to express amour. At ease, boy, at ease. As he goes off in search of a pigeon. Lab him. Grab him. Stab him. Lab him. Lab him? <laughs> yeah, send him to the lab for tests. Oh, not more tests. We sent him for tests last week. I'll tell you what we could do. See, little Alan recently confided in me that he's not been very happy lately because he hasn't got a girlfriend and that life is passing him by. You know, he's 33 now. Is he really? <laughs> well... He can't attract a mate as a fella, can he? Yes. So, we give him a makeover, dress him up as a female of the species, see if he can attract a mate that way. Get the scientists on the phone right away. Aye, aye, sir. Bobby and Harry, we welcome the first of our Arminical navies as we give a guarded welcome to Staff Sergeant Billy, the turn, Lovejoy. Yes. Bobby and Billy, salute. Salute you too. <laughs> I'm the father of TV antiques dealer Lovejoy. Really? No. <laughs> now then, Billy, the turn, Lovejoy. How so? Well, because it always seems to be my turn. 
Like when? Well, it's my turn now, isn't it? Uh-huh. <laughs> well, fair enough. Uh... <laughs> Harry. Yes, Dad? I've got the chief scientist on the phone, Harry. Aha, uh-huh, give me that. <laughs> Hello, Finsbury Park. Hello, Harry. I know, I know I've said it before, Finsbury, but that's an odd sort of name, isn't it? <laughs> Finsbury Park? My mother was a very keen fan of London's A to Z. It's funny you should say that, Harry, because I was talking to my brother about it just now. What's his name? Edgware Road. (laughs) He gets very busy in a rush hour. Now, Finsbury, are you aware of this week's briefs? Yeah, they're a bit tight round the waist, but I know what you mean, yes. (laughs) Here, listen, Harry. I'm a scientist. I've never done a makeover before. Well, you've got test tubes there, haven't you? Yes. Makeup? Yes. Lapwing? Lapwing a ding ding. Ah. <laughs> we'll send little Alan up after he's been up his celebrity pipe. And this week he's going up the pipe of peace of Paul McCartney. <laughs> up you go there. Go on, son. Up you go. As usual, little Alan has a microscopic camera attached to his eye. What do we see there? What's that look? Oh, looks like a meat pie there. And uh, some chops, pork and lamb. Mm. Lovely, lovely yum, chops. Yum. Mm. Mm. Lovely chops there. There's chicken breasts off the bone, turkey wings. I've seen enough. Pull him out. <laughs> well, it would seem, Harry, that Paul is sick of Linda's vegetarian dinners <laughs> and keeps some spare meat up his pipe. Well, you heard it first here. <laughs> More like a piece of pie than a pipe of peace, isn't it? Yes, <laughs> <laughs> all right, thank you, Alan. <laughs> right, into the vacuum tube link up for little Alan Hill as he goes for his makeover. Nobody <laughs> for a body for you. Lovely <laughs> record that is. I'd recognise that sound anywhere. It's half woman, half maggots. 82-year-old Nana Hill. All right, Papa. Yes, thank you, Nicole. Nana Hill, get down off Detective McLeod. Hey, you, get off of McLeod. Hey, you, get off of McLeod. <laughs> She certainly does have a powerful kiss, Alan. How is that? Distant cousin of the Dilophosaurus, Harry, Nana Hill fans up the loose skin around her neck in a dazzling multicoloured display, thus mesmerising her innocent victim. She then fires her highly toxic saliva that temporarily blinds her prey. It is then, Harry, that she moves in for the kiss. Hmm. I see you're test driving the new Renault Clio. That's right, Papa. How does she handle? Very good round the little country lanes of the Loire Valley, Harry. And better than his motorbike that I would have had to go on. (laughs) So points out of ten, Nana? Two, two, seven. Seven, well, very well done to you. Seven, Harry, for the Clio, because I'm a great admirer of Johnny Dankworth. (laughs) 82 years in the making, Nana Hill, tell me, what was Abraham Lincoln really like? (laughs) He'd always hide when it was his round. (laughs) Nana Hill, tell us, please, what have been your magic moments? When I am dead and gone, and I've jumped off life's great steeple, 
At least I can thank my lucky stars that I gave birth to the Beatles. <laughs> I was in labour for 48 hours till at last the doctor said, bingo! Suddenly out popped John, Paul and George and two weeks later came Ringo. <laughs> made a fortune out of them, 20% off the top, and I didn't need stitches. Nana Hill, <laughs> and a magic moment of her 82 years in show business. Mind you, I had to have an epidural for Dave D. Dozy Binky McIntyre. <laughs> Nana Hill, uh, off she goes. I've got an idea she might be fiddling her expenses. No. <laughs> she submitted a £4,000 Nivea bill for this month alone. <laughs> Well, there is a lot to moisturise there, Harry, isn't there? There is indeed. Well, many of us are old enough to remember the dark days of the Cod War, when fish was scarce and cod became almost as valuable as a semi-precious stone onyx. <laughs> but for those of you who are too young, come with me now as we relive Tony Hill's Cod War Diaries. January the 4th, 1974. Still no cod. Any cod, Mum? Oh, bless him, Tony. Six years old and never tasted cod. Do we have to have chips again, Mum? Chips is all we ever have. And peas. And peas. I can't bear it any longer, Tony. We must get these boys some cod. I've told you, Janet, there is no cod. There's a war on out there. <gasps> Who's that? It's the warden. Oi, Napoleon, put that frying pan out. <laughs> <laughs> Mummy. Yes, son. I don't believe in cod. <laughs> oh, will this war never end? <laughs> well, of course it did end, and when it did, we all went out and celebrated with a huge chicken dinner. <laughs> Here, dolphins will jump out of the water for a bit of fish, won't they? Imagine what they do for chips. Hey, can, we, can we talk about my shop now, Harry? Yes, many of you know that from the proceeds of the sales of his various traps, Alan here has managed to buy a shop down in Exeter. What's the shop called, Alan? Bring Back Hanging, Harry. Catchy name. <laughs> so, watch in the window of Bring Back Hanging this week. Come through and I'll show you. Hmm. On special offer this week, Harry, is My Lucky Bog. My Lucky Bog? Kesskesikasa. <laughs> well... <laughs> It's a toilet and fruit machine, combined in the form of the Lucky Bog. Here it is. Look. Up here. Come on. Come on. Up here. Yeah, that's it, Harry. Keep up. Come on. Oh, it's quite a long way, isn't it? Yeah. How much further? Not far now, Harry. Oh, you see, I have to keep it fairly well concealed. It's worth money, you see. Nice. Oh, here are. A lot of stairs, aren't they? Here we are. I wouldn't mind, but this is a bungalow. <laughs> oh, here it is. Look, my lucky bod. <laughs> it's crafted from the semi-precious stone onyx and has a cast-iron toilet sheep in the shape... Toilet sheep? <laughs> in the shape of a horseshoe for added luck. Simply add your pound coin to the top slot, do your toileting at your leisure, pull the rabbit's foot-handled chain and flush for luck. Right, the slot machine built into the system turns and jackpot! <laughs> Win your money back and try again. In some cases, you can nudge and hold. 
my lucky bog pays the rates in days. Hmm, well, that sounds like a bit of fun, Alan. And that's, uh, that's retailing it... Um... A pound, Harry. <laughs> and how many have you sold? Six of one, half a dozen of the other. <laughs> Harry, we welcome the second of our army or navy with Captain Pete Elphick, or, as he's known, Captain Birdseye. Army. Don't you all knock it back at once, ha Captain Peter Elphick. I'm TV's Boone's Michael Elphick's dad. Really? Nah. That's easy. Now then, Captain Birdseye, why the outlandish nickname? Well, Harry, I have bird's eyes. My word, so you do. I have the eyes of a tiny robin and no grey bits, Harry. How did you... How did you come about those, you non-TV's boon? Well, I was transporting a lorry load of fish fingers from Land's End to St John's Wood during the dark days of the Cod War. It was terrible, the Cod War. All right, Tony, thank you. <laughs> Carry on, Pete. I were driving along, then all of a sudden, the Queen Ducks out into the road to inspect some bomb damage. Yeah. I swerves to miss her, and I hits a patch of Christmas turkey. The lorry spins out of control. I slam and two loose fish fingers hit me right between the eyes. <laughs> Queen, ma'am, thinking quickly. For eye replacements, and it being Christmas, chanced upon a robin. She gently plucked the eyes from its tiny sockets, plunged them into mine, and hey presto, I could see again. Good Lord, what a story. None of it's true, I'm afraid. It were a makeover for the This Morning programme that went horribly wrong. <laughs> but you know, Harry, it hasn't stopped me from finding love. I am shortly to be married to a member of the armed forces. Catering Corps, Pete? No, Harry. A wren. <laughs> Captain Peter Birds at Elphick there with his robin eyes. Listen to us all in the makeover train. <laughs> Well, we've had a letter from regular listener Bunty Hoven, who writes... In Hamburg's notorious Reeperbahn district, semi-clad prostitutes sit quite openly in windows displaying their wares. I bet... Writes Bunty. ...that George Formby never had that in mind when he wrote his hit song, I'm Leaning on a Lamp Post. <laughs> I bet he didn't. <laughs> and that letter marked Norfolk. Dad, you did national service. What does the mnemonic Norfolk stand for? Norfolk, yes. Well... Uh, Norwich was knickers off ready when I come home. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Norbury was uh, knickers off ready bought up rations yet. Uh huh. <laughs> so uh, Norfolk must stand for yes. uh, knickers off, obviously. Obviously, yes. yes. Yeah. Uh, uh -huh. Knickers off, ripe for old ladies' knickers. And the last knickers with a K, of course. Ah. <laughs> Well, it were over a hundred years ago in the tiny conservative stronghold of Scotland that a tiny <laughs> Scottish scientist working with rudimentary tartan equipment first broadcast the first ever advert for Bacardi. And I think I've, <laughs> I've got a tape of that coming up now.
seen these new wonder pants? Wonder pants? <laughs> wonder yes. pants? Yes, that's right. Like the new wonder bra for women, the new wonder pants for men. They are great. So what's so great about these? Um? Well, they have an ensuite mini bar and bidet. <laughs> and to tell you the football results. I see. <laughs> well, it was Mum's birthday in the week and we thought We'd first of all like to thank all our listeners for all the cards and presents. Um, Dad, you did rather a nice thing, didn't you? Uh, yes, Harry, I mm. sang your mother happy birthday. But you personalised it, didn't you, Dad? Yes, I did. I, I did a personalised version of it specifically for your mother by adding her name Janet in the bit where it goes, happy birthday to... I added Janet, the name Janet, you see? <laughs> rather nice touch. <laughs> You got my present, Mum, didn't you? The sandwiches, Harry, yes. I bought my Marks and Spencer. If you don't like me, always take them back. <laughs> we welcome now Private Guy Jason, who is the mysterious Seventh Beetle. Mommy and me. Guy Jason, welcome. I am the cousin of Darling Buds and Star. I can see the Jones, you know. Oh, not really, of course. Of course. Now then, the mysterious seventh Beatle, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. I was in the Beatles in 1959, you know. You know, just before I got Colin. I see. <laughs> now, some people have said that it was you, the mysterious seventh Beatle, who actually had the ideas for a lot of the songs. Is that no, so? No, no, Harry. Huh? I never know, no. Huh? We had some great times, though, you know. Paul, he was a bit of a pain, you know. In fact, I used to call him Lady Madonna. I said to him once, ooh, Lady Madonna lying on your bed, you know, listen to the music playing in your head. But you had no influence on the music. My sweet lord, no. <laughs> oh, this is like yesterday, remember? When all that troubles, you know, when I was younger, so much younger than today, you know. They was always arguing, hey Jude, yes. You know, I remember saying to them, you know, for pity's sake, lads, give me a chance. <laughs> oh, you need is off. <laughs> But you had no influence on the music. Oh, bloody, oh, bloody, oh, no! <laughs> what about George? Ah, it was something in the way he moved, hey. <laughs> anyway, I must be getting back, back to where I once belonged, you know, here, there, and everywhere, across the universe. Fuck, <laughs> if you see him, Mike, give him all my loving, would you? Yep. <laughs> yes. Guy Jason, the mysterious seventh Beatle. Linda McCartney! I'd recognise that sound anywhere, perched high upon a Clio. It's Nana Hill. Bonjour, Papa. Bonjour, Nicole. Get down off Pavarotti, you saucy mare. Harry, how dare you call your grandmother after a civic dignitary? Sorry, Mum. Now then, Nana. <laughs> Over the years, many regrets. Well, you know, Harry, I wish I hadn't told Teddy Kennedy to take that shortcut over the bridge. <laughs> now then, you wise and sage old onion, what have you been up to this week? I've been auditioning for the pop group Queen. 
Indeed. And how did you fare? I went on and sang the popular Queen hit, Mohican Rhapsody, <laughs> and I straight away got the job. Really? Then we were just jamming about on bicycle, bicycle. All right, all right. <laughs> and they rumbled me. Rumbled you? I was wearing the latex rubber mask of Anita Dobson. I thought it would increase my chances. <laughs> Anyone can fall in love. Never heard again, Lone Rider of the Infinite University of Hatfield. <laughs> Finsbury Park, how are you getting on with that makeover on the imp boy, Alan Hill? I tell you, Harry, it's a toughie. Toughie or not toughie, what is the answer? Well, what with a cutback to Radio 1, I've had to use only the rough materials available to me. Which are? Some makeup, a dead donkey and an egg. <laughs> what have you come up with? Well, I've used some donkey mane on his hair, plus I transplanted two donkey eyes and a set of donkey teeth. Add some special makeup effects, and behold the result! Good Lord, it's Esther Ranson. <laughs> with the egg, then? It's hungry work in the lab, Harry. Please welcome from the massed bands of the Coldstream Guards, Major General Ronald Perfleet, who plays the human flute. Major Ron, welcome. That's in. No, wait for it, wait for it, wait for it. Shun! as we say in the guards. Now then, the human flute, how so? Well, Harry, over the years I've played every wind instrument that money can buy and some that it can't. I've outplayed all the greats, I've outblown Acker Bilk on his own shore, beaten Louis Armstrong away and out cleo Johnny Dankworth. Bonjour, your papa! No, at ease. I got bored with uh, ordinary instruments and whilst kissing my lovely wife, Greg... Greg? <laughs> my little rhyming slang nickname for her. Gregory Peck, by Eck, what a neck. I see. I've always found women's necks attractive, and my wife has a neck like a swan. Long and slender. No, able to break your arm with a single twist. Oh, now! Not now, Greg. Sorry, darling. So, I was kissing the wife, and all of a sudden I gave a little blow across her open lips, and hey presto, a note ensued. With one hand pushing on her stomach, I was able, trombone-like, to alter the pitch. And thus, the human flute was born. And you're going to demonstrate that for us now? Yes, sir. With your permission, I'd like to use the family hill. Tony here is a high note. Oh, it's oh, quite an odd sensation. Janet here is a lower note. Uh, oh, he's ever so gentle. Uh, Brother Alan is somewhere in the mid-range. Uh, Esther Ranson here is even higher. And, of course, uh, Nana here. No wrong, isn't it? Yeah, well, because of the loose skin round the neck. <laughs> now, Greg. Sorry, darling. Yeah, uh, because of the loose skin, she creates a sustained vibrato note, which provides ideal backing. Uh -huh. I'm also using a couple of donkeys as well to make up the numbers. <laughs> What's the number you're going to perform for us today? Uh, the Queen's favourite number, Bohemian Rhapsody. Ladies and gentlemen, Major Ronald Perfleet with the masked mouths of the Hill family with Donkey Editions performing his own special version of Mohican Rhapsody. Oh! 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 Blew the donkey a bit hard there, sorry. Somebody out the window. Off he goes. 
And that's the sound that tells me it's time for our special Celebrity Army or Navy. Who's it to be, Dad? Please give an admirable amount of a welcoming sauce to our Celebrity Navy, Lord Admiral Anita Dobson! <laughs> Anita, welcome. It's lovely to be here, Harry. Just read from this card, love. Oh, I see. I'm a big fan, by the way. Oh, thanks very much, Anita. <laughs> lovely thing to say. I've always liked her. Always liked this one. Well, it's a pleasure to have you on the show. Now then, Anita Dobson, talented actress from television to the Royal Shakespeare Company. All that, Anita, and yet you still find time to run the body shop. Amazing. <laughs> Not me. I like the ham and turkey hair gel. Makes your hair stick right up. And you can break a bit off if you fancy a snack. That's Roddick. They're not that bad, Anita. Don't put yourself on. No, 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 no. Anita Roddick. It's Anita Roddick oh. that runs the body shop. I'm Dobson. No, no, of course. We're just, uh, we're just putting your pickle over there. Oh, chicken. Yeah. Now, it says here that you are the Admiral of the British Navy. In my spare time, yes. How did you get into that? Well, I started off as an articled clerk, then took my pass examination at the Institute, and that pass examination did so well for me that now I'm the ruler of the Queen's Navy. Listen, Anita, I've got to ask you, how's Brian? Brian May. He's very well, thank you, Harry. How's his fandango? Ah, <laughs> oh, that's him there. He's fine, it's fine. You know, he gets a bit of trouble with it now and then. <laughs> now, I hope you don't mind me reminding the listeners, but. You did, of course, make your name partly through your work with clutch spring removal. That's right. Yes, I did. You really just have to make sure the cover plate thrust surface is parallel to the cover and therefore the pressure plate. Surely what's then needed is a means of clamping the cover plate to allow the tension of the springs to be relieved from the securing bolts while being removed, thus enabling the whole assembly to be dismantled and then reassembled accurately. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And the tools I'd use are two pieces of angle placed in the vice jaw so the bolt is tensioned between them. And the cover plate? Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> Good question. The cover plate is positioned so that the friction surface rests oh. on the angle iron and the bolt protrudes through the middle. The third piece is then placed over the bolt and positioned on the cover itself so that tightening the nut compresses the springs and the toggle nuts can be removed. Hmm. Renita, you're also quite well known for playing Ange in EastEnders. <laughs> I suppose I am, really, yes. Do you miss it, Anita? No, no, not I really, I thought no. you'd say yes. I said you'd say yes, didn't I? Yeah. <laughs> well, we'd like to offer you the chance, Anita, to take part in the Hill family's very own version of EastEnders. Oh, really? Lovely, yes. Alan, <laughs> you play Pauline. Mum, you can be Pat Butcher. Ooh, Dad, you can play Sharon. Oh, Martin, you be Grant Mitchell. <laughs> Benny? Yes, Stacey? Sorry, wrong show. Nana? <laughs> Nana? What? <laughs> you can play Frank Butcher's mum, Mo Butcher. I'll play Frank, Chili. You're Arthur. Anita? Yes, Harry. Just be yourself. Thank you. <laughs> Off we go then with the Harry Hills Fruit Corner version of EastEnders. <laughs> Come here, Ricky, love. Oh, Frank, why did you have to leave me? Pat, Pat, Ricky, Ricky, terrific. Run around now! Where am I? 
might have said there wasn't going to be no shooters. You're a lot of Mitch, Mitchell, you hear me? But shout, I love him. Oh. Here, Paulie, my onions have come up lovely. Oh, Arthur. <laughs> Who's this? Oh, love a duck. I'm in a right two and eight, apples and pears, Pearly King and Queen, Arthur Mullard, Ronnie and Reggie, needs up Mother Brown over this, ain't no mistake. <laughs> And as the human flutes of the Hill family board their donkeys and set sail, we wave goodbye to the fruit corner until next week. Goodbye. was Harry Hill's Fruit Corner, written by and starring Harry Hill, with Edna Dore, Phil Nice, Joanna Brooks, Al Murray, Brenda Gilhooley, Martin Hyder and Matt Bradstock, with our special guest, Anita Dobson. Music by Cliff Ranger and the Cliff Ranger Singers. The producer is Yo Magnuson.